You're listening to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am here to help you overcome your confidence blockers so you can embrace your true self and show up bravely in your life. This is a space to find insight, encouragement, and support so you can be you bravely. With that, let's go to the show. Okay, so I know I say this about every guest that has been on the show, but it's still true even for today's guest. I'm so thrilled to welcome Maddie Moon to the show today. Friends, you are going to love her. Madeline Moon is a walking permission slip, soul igniter, and devoted teacher. Her mission is to help you unify all the pieces that make you you, including your feminine with your masculine, light with your dark, introvert with your extrovert, and your doing with your being. Through transformational experiences such as coaching, shadow work, spiritual healing, polarity, and feminine masculine embodiment, Maddie will warmly guide you to see the beauty that exists right now in this wildly beautiful and messy thing we call life. Her work and story has been featured in hundreds of podcasts, as well as various publications such as the HuffPost, Teen Vogue, Nylon Magazine, Daily Mail, Vice, Men's Health, People, and ABC News Nightline. Through her weekly podcast, Mind Body Musings, which is one of my favorites, and her online platform, MaddieMoon.com, as well as Instagram, you can follow and come to learn self-reclamation and feminine embodiment as taught by Maddie Moon. And friends, she is one of the most unique people I have ever met, and I'm so excited to share her with you today. So... Let's dive in to my interview with Maddie Moon. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. Oh, today's guest just warms my heart and fills me with so much energy and excitement. You have no idea what you're in store for. So I'm thrilled to welcome Maddie Moon to the podcast. Girl, welcome. Mm, Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, seriously. You have been on such an incredible journey the last, like, decade, I feel like, has just been such a huge shift for you. I've met you, I think, I want to say five years ago when you were on the Rebooted Body podcast with Kevin Geary. And you're, I mean, even in those five years, like you're doing completely different work. Tell us a little bit about the work that you do now. Isn't that amazing? Just like how we first met in that way. And then ever since there's just some people that stay in your sphere. And, Mm -hmm. and then here we are having this interview. I just love, I love how technology makes this so easy to do and stay connected. So I'm very just dropping a gratitude bomb in there for technology in that way. Shout out technology. Okay. (laughs) So, um, what was the question? Where have I? (laughs) 
<laughs> so what, so when I met you, you were doing yeah. a lot of body image work. You were doing personal, not personal training, but a lot of movement focused mm. uh, work. And so I know what your shift has been, but mm. for my listeners who aren't as familiar with you, what do you do? What is your corner yes. of the world work? Yes. So I am a very devoted teacher to shadow, to shadow work, to feminine embodiment and to masculine embodiment, to polarity, to relationship dynamics. I It's very hard to be put into any sort of label and say like, this is what I do. And so for a long time, I would mm-hmm. say I'm a transformational life coach, but even that feels just not, not right. So I really just say I'm a very devoted teacher. I'm a devoted mm-hmm. teacher and a devoted student. Like at the end of the day, that's what I am. Whatever I'm being taught is dependent on the day. Like today I'm being taught a completely different set of lessons than I was being taught yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I find my teachings within my teachers, of course, but also with life's biggest struggles and with life's biggest triggers. And I use all the situations that life gives me whether it's living in New York City and being yelled at and there's sirens and big noises and it's just like this constant rushing energy, I can use that to be going to go so much deeper into my work as a human being on how do I love deeper when I'm being stretched mm-hmm. deeper? How do I go slower when I'm being pushed, you know, literally being pushed into the subway? Like this is an opportunity for me to learn how to drop into the moment even more to hone in on my patience for my love for others who in the moments feel like I can't love them. How can I, how can I do that in this moment? Mm. So that's, that's the juice of what I do and what I'm, what I feel I am here to do. And what most people know me for is my work with the feminine and the masculine, specifically teaching people how to cultivate this harmony within themselves. Mm -hmm. I love looking at and I'm, I'm primarily a student around how this plays out with others. So if you were to put a person in front of me and us play with me being in the feminine and them being the masculine, how do we do that using our bodies? Hmm. So we do a lot of that work as well. But my bread and butter is learning how to cultivate this just within ourselves first before we add in anybody else. Like how do we create a best friendship with our consciousness and our depth and our stillness and our wildness, our bubbliness, our all over messy, ooey gooey energy. How do we do a dance between both of these things together? And when we met back in the day, I was a bodybuilder. I was, I was obsessed with having zero body fat and being thin and competing and, uh, like every single meal was organized and rigid and it's looking back now i can see how perfectly i was actually buying into all these stories that besides just the patriarchy of like you know being thin mm. is this way and everyone should do it mm-hmm. if you don't do it you're lazy and all those things i was really buying into my own um i don't want to say lineage because i don't want to pin it on my family but I was buying into stories that I I heard growing up from my family unit, but also from the world and from my city that men, like men are the leaders. You're going to one day, you're going to be inside of 
a man's house. He's going to take you in. Dad's going to pass you over. And then, you know, and I wanted that. I wanted to be the leader. So I thought I needed to be one of the guys. So Mm. in the bodybuilding stuff and the losing weight stuff, I had in my mind the superiority of of men versus women. And I didn't want to be a woman. I didn't want to have body fat. I didn't want to like cake and chocolate and all those things that, you know, quote, women seem to like. I, I didn't know you could be everything a woman is and be a leader and be powerful. I just got a visceral like experience in my body of saying that like goosebumps. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, e- even now, like I see these little bumps all over my body. Even now I still get chills without like predetermining my body just gets chills when I think about being everything that a woman is with the hormones and the emotions and the rage and the sadness and the grief and the ecstaticness and the love and like all of that living right alongside power and leadership and direction and combining those combining body fat with a fat paycheck like just bringing everything Mm -hmm. together and how like we are actually, I feel that we as women and those who identify primarily as feminine, we are uh, very fortunate creatures to be able to have such a well-rounded life and have so much uh, vivaciousness and the ability to love so Mm -hmm. deeply. I am grateful AF to be a woman right now and be able to do all of this. So that's, that was definitely a part of my journey of being in that very rigid lifestyle because it's what led me to be so grateful to be out of that now. Yeah. And I love that you call yourself a walking permission slip. Like mm-hmm. I just love every time you say it on your podcast, it's so, oh, because we don't give ourselves permission to explore this idea of feminine and masculine energies and shadow work and all of that seems it seems so inaccessible at times because of all of the reasons that you mentioned, you know, this idea of like who's in charge and like how much can I push back against societal ideas and, 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 and cultural standards and mandates and what I should be and shouldn't be. And I love that you are showing up in the world in a different way and being so receptive to what you're being taught and being open. And there's such a, an amazing gift that you give at just being you and showing up and, and, and letting people see you. Mm-hmm. And I love that you talked about like having body fat and a fat paycheck. Can we go back to that for a second? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Like that was gold right there because a lot of, a lot of what we talk about on this show is the body image. And I know that that has been a big part of your journey and story. And I would love to just kind of take the conversation there if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's it, when I think about it, actually there, when the body fat started to come onto my body, that is when the abundance in my, in my bank account began to happen. And I will, I just want to drop this in before I before it sounds, because a lot of people here may be new to hearing me, I am not someone who personally talks about manifesting money. I don't talk about law of attraction. I, I believe all of this, and I believe that you know abundance is everywhere. I, I don't. It's just a very tricky line to talk about without repressing certain people and populations and yeah. demographics. And so I'm not going down that alley. 
yeah, it just, that doesn't feel very good to me because I know that there are certain people in certain situations. And when I say certain, I mean millions, billions of people who can't just manifest whatever it is that they want. And I think it's really harmful that people are walking around on their podcast all day saying, you can do it. And if you're not, well, you suck. And you're just not like writing in your journal enough. Like you're not doing enough morning routines. That's not the case. So if anyone ever feels like they are struggling in, in some way in that area, love yourself, give yourself compassion, do what you can. Because mm-hmm. a lot does deter- is determined by the mindset. I do believe that. Um, but also, let's definitely make room for this being a process, not just something that happens overnight. All right, because if you're not, if you're if on one, if you do this on one hand, it's going to happen on the other hand. So if bad things, quote, bad things start to happen in your life, you're also going to blame yourself and your mindset for that. Yeah, that's a way that you're putting your you're like really damaging yourself saying, oh, my gosh, why do I keep having this thing happen in my life? It's, it's my fault. I'm doing all of this. No, you're not. Don't do that. It's like gaslighting yourself. Yeah. So, OK, I'll, I'll get off the soapbox there. <laughs> but I will say that when I stopped trying to be so rigid about every single thing from the amount of blueberries I put into my mouth to mm-hmm. um, if I had if I had done fasted cardio in the morning to those BCAAs uh, with my, with my cardio, I had everything so monitored to a T in my life from the amount of times I was allowed to go on a date in a month to how many emergency packets, little vitamin C packets I was allowed to have in a week because those had calories. Like I was so, I cannot explain how insanely rigid I was. And of course all of that is a space of scarcity. All yeah. of that. It's all space of scarcity. It's just like, mm-hmm. like more scared me in any way. More scared me. More blueberries scared me. More emergency packets scared me. More dates scared mm. me. More body fat scared me. More pounds scared me. Like everything scared me. So of course the universe was not going to be like, oh, like we want to give her more of, she said, she said no for more and all these things. The universe isn't going to be like, okay, well, let's give her this one thing that's, that's more. No, if you say no to more in all these different areas, money's going to be in that too, definitely for sure. And so once I started saying, okay, I'm not afraid to take up space. I'm not afraid to let go. I'm not afraid to walk around my pristine house with dirty shoes on every once in a while. I'm not afraid to gain weight, like, or maybe I am afraid, but I'm going to do it anyways because I need to. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I'm still afraid, but at least I'm still going to do it. I started to to work through so many very deep, atrocious, tragic, heart destroying. I mean, really heart opening mm-hmm. beliefs that I, ha- I had around myself, around worthiness, and you know, you've you've I'm sure have talked about worthiness many a time on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to go too deep into that. Because most of us know that a lot of this comes from worthiness and, and being scared to take up space and to be seen. But there's so many different angles. Like there's so many different angles that all of this can go into play in our lives. And and I know me and you talked about talking about the shadow, and that's certainly one of them. Um, but yeah, this it's really interesting. I never I never really talked about the direct correlation between the body fat and the paycheck, but it is absolutely so true. Right. Oh, this is so, it's so true. Like, I love how you just explained how opening yourself up to more 
And to, you know, recognizing your fears and to not discount them, not to judge them, but just to observe that they're there. Mm. But to also say, okay, you're done driving the car. You get to go in the back seat because now we're going in a different direction. And I don't know where we're going, but I'm just going to trust the process. I'm going to open myself up to getting lost, to being confused, to not having the how and the when, and to taking up more space. So many women, and I'm just speaking women for, for this audience, really do shrink themselves down as far as wearing clothes that cover up more of their body to hiding their opinions and feelings and to really feeling stuck in this place of, I need to be smaller physically, emotionally, like mentally, everything needs to be less. And I love the correlation between like opening yourself up to more, Mm. not only in experiences, in finances, in relationships, but also physically. Like this is something that in the last couple of years that I've been experiencing too, is this journey to gaining weight, like putting it on, letting it happen and to not freaking out. Cause I'm, I have very similar background to you. My, my listeners have heard it a thousand times. Um, and being not only okay with it, but also being a little bit excited about it Mm -hmm. because it does usher in more. And that could be for some women, like more, more, more depth in relationships. It could be physical, like the return of a period or maybe the leveling out of hormones that have been absent and so much, you know, even for, for the women who have jobs and businesses, like welcoming in more success more opportunities, more money. Mm. And I think, you know, where I want to go with this is talking about shadow and how that gets in the way of being able to expand into more physically, emotionally, mentally, Mm. like, how does that, how does that play out? Mm. Okay. So before we go into that, can I mention one more thing? Yes. Okay. I love you. I love your enthusiasm. Feels so good. So remind me if I forget, because you've seen I kind of have a goldfish memory today where I just forget, I start talking about something and then I forget. So um okay, so one thing that one thing I really want to mention around why women in specific today um don't allow themselves to gain weight or eat more or have more success or just let go of the rigidity is because they're at some point, most likely many points in their life, their no or their yes or their desires or their fears were not heard or respected from mom and dad, brother, sister, Mm -hmm. best friend, first boss in college and I'm not, I don't, I don't want people to only think about this in terms of intimacy and sexuality, but more just like anything. Like maybe you had someone that you liked and they didn't text you back for a week and you brought up your fear around, did you, did you forget about me? And they said like, get over it. Or you're mm-hmm. being too emotional. I've been gone. You know that. Or you're too much for me. I need, I can't be with someone that has to me has to have me check in with them every few days like even experience like that 
This is related to body image. This is related to your rigidity. This is related to your need to either gain weight and, and feel invisible or lose weight and feel invisible. Because when you're not invisible anymore, you're going to have more conversations. You're going to be interacting with humans more like you just are because you're going to be saying yes to going out with friends or yes to that job opportunity. If you're going to become a coach and build your own business, people are going to ask to hire you and you're going to have to guide them and, and coach them. And like all of that is very scary. All of that is scary. Falling in love is scary. Getting a client is scary. Getting your first paycheck is scary. And like taxes, like all these things that are popping up left and right. It's more responsibility to live larger. Mm-hmm. It's less responsibility to live smaller. We don't have to say no very loud. We don't have to, we don't have to come face to face with the discomfort of someone else not getting us, someone judging us, someone arguing with us. If we just go along with what everyone else asks of us mm-hmm. or we hide and we never even, we're never even given the opportunity to say yes or no. We just hide away. Like it's just, it's just easier in that sense. Yeah. So there's, a, I don't want to disregard that really big responsibility that comes up whenever you do take up more space. And I'm really saying this so that people have compassion for themselves Yes. if they're struggling and they don't really know why, like, why am I, I mean, I want money. I want to have my own business, but why do I feel really fearful around this or fearful around wearing the pretty dress or fearful of, 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 of gaining weight, you know, or of losing weight of all those different things. Well, if you're seen, you're seen, there's going to be more opportunities, which sometimes means you're going to have to set clear boundaries. You're going to have to stand up for yourself. You're going to have to say no when you mean no. And yes, when you mean yes. And sometimes you're going to be asked to explain yourself and your body is going to freak out and says, oh, I just don't want to be seen anymore. I should have just not done this, this thing because if I hadn't done this thing, they wouldn't ask me to explain myself about this thing. And really the true gift in that is just sitting with that discomfort mm-hmm. and not doing anything, not explaining yourself, not reacting to them, not judging them, not judging yourself, just being like, wow, they asked me to explain myself about X, Y, and Z. My body is on like, is, is sparking with anxiety. I want to reach for my phone and clear everything up or call them. I just want to take care of this right now. And just sitting with that discomfort is the gold mm. because that's where you grow. And that's how you start to take up more space and you're not quite as afraid because you realize, oh, just because people don't get me or they question me or they test my boundaries doesn't ever mean I have to give in. Doesn't ever mean I even have to explain myself because no is a complete answer. Like it doesn't mean anything. Just sit with the discomfort. And when you get past that and you start to breathe deep and the discomfort kind of passes, you're like, wow, that wasn't so bad. I'm actually still here. And the people who I'm in close relationship with still love me and I still love them. And actually I didn't care at all about what that person thinks or what they wanted. Like, yes, I'm free. And it just (laughs) builds on top of each other. So that's, that's called healing childhood wounds. When you sit in that discomfort, you take up space and other people do what mommy and daddy used to do and you, you, you're an adult and you, you let those people do the same things that mommy and daddy used to do and you don't have to fight it, control it, and you don't have to play with it. You just walk away. That is how we healed those tra- childhood wounds, one of the ways at least. Oh my gosh. Yes. My, nobody can see this, but my arms are like up in the air. Like there's lots of praise hands happening because this mm. is so true. And this is, this is where we get hung up is those childhood wounds and mm. just 
that that sweet little girl who her no's weren't heard, her yeses weren't respected, just like you said. It's so true. And that it's so hard when you get stuck in that place. And Mm. so I love that you're, you're explaining that, you know, by sitting in that discomfort, letting those uncomfortable feelings take up space instead of numbing out or reaching for food, or like you said, reaching for your phone or distraction or anything to like avoid freezing. freezing. That's such a big reaction for you. Like Mm -hmm. I'm having this memory right now of my parents would always make me wear, um, I have two memories because they're combined into one memory specifically that I have. They would make me ride roller coaster rides, even though I was terrified. Oh, and yeah, Kevin Geary is all about the psychology of parenting. So you, you know all this stuff. But I do. I, my, my parents would always make me ride roller coaster rides, which I was terrified. I didn't have an option mm-hmm. though. They made me go on the log ride. <laughs> and oh my they, God, that was it for me too. Really? Splash Mountain. And they were like, no, you're going. And I screamed and I cried the whole way. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure Splash Mountain was was one of them for me too. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's it's that's crazy. Scary, yeah. There's also a pink coat that I hated that they always made me wear. And so this is where the stories like overlap. I, we have a family photo riding down the log ride. I am my, my coat little hood is on and I'm inside my mom's It's the pink coat. I'm inside my mom's arm. I'm crying. I'm screaming. I was terrified. Like that is an example. And I don't mean, I don't bring this up to shame or blame my family at all. They just, they don't know. They're just like, Oh no, you don't know what's best for you. You're going to love this ride. Um, no, I didn't love it. And it wasn't healthy for me to go on it. But even that's an example of like, a legitimate fear yep. than being overrided. That happens day after day. I mean, it only takes one time for that to happen and get into your nervous system to where as an adult, you are afraid that when you, you are worried that when you are afraid, you won't have an option. You have to do this thing anyways. You're going to be forced to do it. And it, mm. it, it creates a freeze response because you, know, you weren't taught tools on how to walk away safely. You didn't, you couldn't when you were little. So you just freeze now whenever you're afraid of something because you don't know what to do. And I have all these situations now as an adult where uh, something may happen, someone might lean in for a kiss, which is intimate, and I don't want it. But my body is just like, like freeze, don't know what to do. Oh my God, how do I say no? Because you know, even something like wearing a coat, I don't want to wear going down the log ride, that goes in, uh, funnels in to being an adult. So it's Trauma is trauma is trauma. That roller coaster ride is trauma. Your nervous system does not know the difference. There are definitely varying degrees, but I think too often people confuse trauma only for very, very big, dangerous, significant life instances where it can actually be more like missing dinner. Like your body doesn't know. If you miss dinner, that is still put into your nervous system as danger and trauma. So it's important to recognize all the different ways that our bodies are storing trauma so that we can start doing this real work in order to not freeze or run away or fight and instead sit in the discomfort and breathe. And that's step one. That's actually a huge step. And it's great because it really requires you to do not that much. Just breathe and be with the discomfort and the resistance and acknowledge it like your parents may have not done or your boyfriend did not do or your wife. Just acknowledge what's coming up for you. And you, in order to acknowledge it, you have to slow down enough. People are going so fast. They're going left and right. They're trying to 
quickly take care of things so quickly that they're not sitting with that emotion? How are you ever going to identify whenever it's a traumatic response from childhood or adulthood if you're not sitting with it and acknowledging it? Mm -hmm. If you're so desperately craving for someone else to acknowledge you for what you've been through, ask yourself, are you doing that truly? Not just fake phony doing that where you're writing comments on Instagram about things or writing captions or writing blog posts about it where you're not actually doing the work. Are you actually sitting with it and acknowledging it? That's square one. Yes. And we talk about that all the time, how awareness is that first critical step because you can't change what you're unaware of. And this is, this is where that like one-on-one work is so critical with someone that can help hold space for you to show you that, you know, it's safe mm-hmm. and you don't have to freeze and to ask questions to kind of draw that out of you because uh, it's, it is, it's so, we're so busy. We're addicted to busyness and especially moms and entrepreneurs and people that are working corporate jobs are like the nine to five grind and, you know, people that are, are trying to raise their consciousness, but just feeling really lost in that. And I love that that is something that you do not only with the people that you coach and in your, your programs that you offer, your retreats that you do, but also in your, in your podcast. Mm-hmm. And I would love to have you talk about the podcast a little bit. I know we're running out of time and I want to be respectful of that. Um, there's so much here. I feel like we could just talk for days. Um, but tell us a little bit about the podcast and how people can continue to learn from you there. So my podcast is called Mind Body Musings. It's been around, I think, almost six years. Yeah, I think so. I just released episode 264 today, so we're up there now. Wow. Uh, It's amazing. I know. I can't believe episode 300 will be here before I know it. Like it's, I'm going to have to celebrate in some way. But you can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or my website, which is maddiemoon.com. Maddie is spelled M-A-D-D-Y. And we talk all about the feminine and the masculine and polarity and sovereignty, sexuality, spirituality, all the different beautiful topics that so many of us love to dive deep into. And let's see. I... I was so we didn't really get into shadow today. I know. I know. Can I can I invite you back? Will you come back and teach us all about shadow? Because that is that's like the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, shadow is is one of my favorite, favorite things. And everything I do is about the shadow. Like everything that I do in my personal life is about going into it doesn't have to always be darkness, but it's just the parts of us we lock away. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't mean it's dark. It just means it's like, you know, the sexy little minx, that part of you that's not not afraid to put on black leather, you know, that could be a shadow for you, you know, that energy that you're scared to play with. And I'm dropping this specifically for you, Kim, because I, I want you to know about this event, but anybody else who's interested, this November, I I am co-teaching an event with this actor and vocal coach. His name is Jamie Woolrab. He was on my show too. So if anyone is, has their interest peaked, listen to the one with Jamie Woolrab. But he does all of this work with the jaw and the throat and your entire body to have the most powerful 
voice possible. So right now, if you hear me talking, I'm talking from my head. I'm really talking from this, this head space. And right now I'm talking more from my belly and my chest. It's very deep. It's a little bit, it's a little bit lower, but it's like deep within my body rather than from my head. And so what he does is he's, he teaches people how to speak with this full body richness. Because when I speak like this, you are going to feel different listening to me. Then if I speak like this and I'm really flighty and really airy and really fast, like your nervous system is going to get a little bit nervous. But if I talk more like this, I'm going to actually ground you, which is a very powerful gift to be able to enter any circle of friends and be able to ground everyone just with your voice. So we combine that with storytelling. We combine enriching our voices with the power of storytelling. So if someone, let's say, comes to this event and one of their shadows is speaking up to speaking up, let's just say that, like they're really afraid of speaking up. They just kind of want to people please. And, um, that's getting in the way of so many places in their life from going into meetings to speaking their truth with their partner. That person would probably, uh, adopt the role of Joan of Arc, you know, Mm. and so they would be given some sort of monologue. You don't have to be an actor. You don't have to memorize everything. You know, this is, we're going to make this very adaptable to, to everyone, but by, by becoming a character, you get to embrace a part of yourself that you don't have permission to embrace on your own. Hmm. Right? So okay. like whenever I'm, I was telling you earlier, I'm getting really interested in acting. And when I'm looking for roles, I find myself just naturally looking for roles that are like taboo for me. I, like even an hour ago, I was looking online at things and there was like, oh, we need a person to play a prostitute. And I was like, yep, because I want to play that role. Cause so not a role that I would play. Something about seeing that where I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, if there's a container for me to, to, to play this energy of like this totally, I don't know what the role would be, but probably very messy and all over the place. And like, I can imagine how she would wear, like wear clothes. Where else would I be able to enter that, right? Enter that archetype, like nowhere else. Mm-hmm. But if I have a container and someone tells me to do it, And they give me the wardrobe and the lines. I get to embody that energy of a saucy prostitute. Like that is so unique. And acting gives us that capability to enter different parts of ourselves, whether it is Courtney Love and being super loud and super messy and just state your opinions, or it's Joan of Arc, or it is, I don't know, Jiminy Cricket. I'm just like making up things. (laughs) Acting and storytelling gives us permission to enter these places that we stay far away from in our real lives. So with Jamie in New York, uh, November 15th to 17th, we're doing an event called The Embodied Archetype, giving a voice to the hidden shadow. So there's going to be work around your voice and speaking more from your belly rather than your head and becoming an archetype to access a part of you that you put off and you never want to touch and doing it in a safe container. Because me and Jamie, like we're awesome. We love to lead these kind of things. It's going to be really safe and nurturing, very like womb-like space. So uh, yeah, it's going to be really rich and, and different. I don't think there's anything that really combines all of these worlds together to create one event like this. Wow. That sounds incredible. So that was the embodied archetype. Mm-hmm. And that is, say the dates again, November 15th to 17th. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. How do people find out more information about that? So you can go to maddiemoon.com forward slash events. Yeah, that's it. And there's an application there. Lots of, most of the information will be given behind the scenes in a call with you. Sure. Um, so just apply there and then we'll get in touch with you th- th- from that email. Wow. Yeah. That sounds incredible. Yeah. I'm already in my mind thinking like, okay, so if I get this flight and like, where would I, yeah, I'm doing all the details because that sounds incredible. Yeah. I, I, I feel very good about if you could, if you wanted to, I feel really good about you being there. I think it'd be really special. Yeah. special. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. Um, okay. So we talked about finding you at maddiemoon.com. We also talked about, um, your podcast, my body musings, which guys, you have got to subscribe to this. Like no joke. Do it right now. Like pause this episode. Cause we're about to wrap up, but pause this, go find her show, subscribe, listen, like rate it, review it. Oh my God. You're going to want to review it so fast. Cause she's so amazing. Aww. And then the other place that you hang out is Instagram. Yes. I sound like such a creeper. I'm like, I know where you hang out, girl. I know where you. No, I, I love it. I love it. It makes me feel very good. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I'm all over Instagram. I love Instagram. Stories are my, my jam. And you can find me at Madeline Moon. So that's the one that I couldn't snatch up for Maddie Moon. Someone else had that. But M-A-D-E-L-Y-N, moon, is how you spell that. And yeah, please like say hi over there. Drop me a line. I, I am very accessible over there. That's awesome. That is awesome. And I have a quick question. This is so selfish, but do you, do you have any retreats on the books coming up? Not any of the feminine surrenders. Um, the embodied archetype is a retreat. It's just not, we don't have accommodation that we're taking care of. So it's like, but it's still the energy of it. It's, I mean, that to me is the retreat that I'm really focused on, but no feminine surrenders as of right now. That's for everyone listening. That's like the, the name of the, the retreat that I, I host the most. And it's in a cabin in Colorado and yummy food is provided in acro yoga and mala making and. Oh, it's really special, but oh my gosh. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I need a little bit of something new. The storytelling mm-hmm. shadow work has been like really, really interesting and exciting, but the feminine surrender will return. It will return. Okay. Good. Cause it's on my bucket list. So <laughs> oh, definitely. So I am so excited to have you back so that we can really just dive straight into shadow work. Cause that is so so, so huge. And like you said, it's just, that's the thing and understanding how that impacts us and our ability to show up and take up space. And I really want to dive into that with you. So thank you, Maddie, so much for being here today and taking time out of your busy schedule to to speak with me and and my amazing audience. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so fun and I can't wait to come back. Yes, definitely. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Captivatingly Confident. I am so excited that you're here and investing in yourself. If you want to learn more about Captivatingly Confident, you can visit my website, captivatinglyconfident.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at kim.ludeman. Thank you so much for hanging out today. If you would like to, I invite you to subscribe to the show and also to leave a rating and review on iTunes. 
Every single review means so, so much to me, and it helps to get the word about Captivatingly Confident out and to help change women's lives. I'll see you next time.